Welcome to the Divine Inspiration Network. My name is Arlene Cahet, and we are actually, this particular episode is actually a rebroadcast of a show that used to be on this network called Money Matters with Shastity A. Wells. Now, we are rebroadcasting these particular episodes because they deal with financial matters and one of the things that we want to really reiterate to people is that especially during this time it is really kind of imperative for light workers and people who are working for the community and for the world and to make the world a better place to get their financial um and, you know, get their financials in order so that they can start having a greater impact on the world. Uh, and one of the ways in which to do that is by having money. Money gives you access to the leaders and also gives you the opportunity to support those uh, people who would be working for the community at large. And so one of the things that we're doing is just providing basic information here um, with financial products that will assist you and your family and start that process of building what you would call um, generational wealth. It starts with you, so let us go ahead and break the paradigms that we have had for um, eons in our families and get our financials right. And one of the way, best ways to do that is to understand finances and financial products. And thank you so much for joining us this evening. And we will be providing Shastity's information in the description as well as at the end of this rebroadcast. So thank you for joining us this evening. And here we have is insurance right for me? She's just a girl and she's on fire. Hotter than a fantasy, lonely like a highway. She's living in a world and it's on fire. Filled with catastrophe, but she knows she can fly away.
is on fire. This girl is on fire, is on fire, is on fire. Welcome to Money Matters with Chastity Wells on this triumphant Tuesday, guys. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the show, guys. I'm super excited about this show. Uh, just in the midst of everything, this is the love month of February, um, and we're just getting ready just to uh, kick this month off strong, especially with tax season and everything that's going on um, during this time of the year, guys. I have a lot of things, sorry about that, I have a lot of things lined up for us for this um, upcoming month that I'm super fired up about sharing with each and every one of you on the call. Um, I'm not going to be long here this evening. I'm sorry to disappoint you, you know, but I'm not going to be long here this evening um, for my own personal reasons. Um, hey, it is my birthday week, and um, also, seriously, for family reasons, um, my baby uh, had surgery. So please, um, if anyone are prayer warriors, definitely send healing blessings over to my family. And um, I think that's appropriate for me to say because this is the family healing circle. So this is a part of our network, and I believe most of the people – that um, are tuned in into this network are spiritually aware people. So I feel comfortable enough to be able to share that type of information with you because it should be like a community. Um, And the whole point of us doing this show and doing this type of platform is for everyone to feel comfortable and to feel like a family. So I definitely wanted to put that out there for you guys, okay? But all right, sorry about that. It sounded like my earrings was dangling and clacking in the um, phone, so I really couldn't tell um, what type of feedback that was going to sound like the next day. But again, I am your host, Chastity A. Wells, um, getting ready to kick this off for us here on this February and talking about the great things of financial literacy. So the name of the show is Money Matters with Chastity Wells. What I wanted to really do for the show here today is just kind of recap what we've been talking about for the month of January, kind of going over some different concepts there and um, talking about what we're going to be preparing for for the month of February. You guys know um, by chiming in already that I like to lay out what we're going to be preparing for so you know where to actually have your other family members chime into the call at because some information may be for you and some information may be more for like that cousin, you know, that cousin that seems to always have some other stuff to talk about, never know, really know what they're talking about, but they say it to the whole family. So <laughs> instead of arguing with your cousin, just be respectful, allow them to get on this platform. It's a safe pl- platform for us to really talk about money, the myths behind money, uh, behind insurance, behind credit, all those different things. If it has anything to do with money, we're going to talk about it here. Okay, so talking about some of the things that we actually talked about last month, we actually covered the concept of mortgage protection. Remember, we talked about mortgage protection, and um, just to recap all of that for you all, mortgage protection is really defined for those persons who actually have a home, who are looking to purchase a home. Um, So those are the type of people that I'm actually looking for for mortgage protection. If you already have a home, you're looking to purchase a home, or, um, you know, that is a part of your plan that you want to do. There's no point in trying to think that you need a mortgage protection to cover your rent because hence the name of the word mortgage protection, right? So remember, that was um, a product that is designed to work for you for the set amount that your mortgage is. Um, loan is going to be 
do. So whether that's 15 years, 20, 25, and 30, I'm able to actually cover that amount of time. And what mortgage protection is not is homeowner's insurance. So I want to be clear again, because I don't want people to contact me thinking that I'm going to give you homeowner's insurance. That's something that the bank mandates before they allow you to have their loan, okay? And what that basically does is in the event that the roof blows off your home, crazy storm, it blows off because we had a couple of those down in Georgia here, and the roof blows off the home and um, you're able to file a claim with your homeowner's insurance and then they're able to put a new roof back on that home. So it is essentially protecting who? The bank, not you, okay? Not not the borrower. It's not protecting you. It's protecting the bank because the reality is if you ever foreclose on that home, okay, you're not able to pay the next six months, the next year, whatever the case may be, they foreclose on you, that roof has to be intact because that bank wants to sell that. That's not my position in what I and why I have money not to tell you um, they're not going to tell you thank you so much for that hold on one second it looks like my sound is crazy here give me one second all right let me know if that is a little bit better I definitely do appreciate that because I've never had anyone tell me that before. Okay, thank you so much. I definitely do appreciate that. Now I'm going to get my phone. Uh, 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 what is that noise to sell that to another person? So, um, Is my connection here? So I never had this happen here before. So let's see. If there's something else I could actually do. Um, hold on one second, guys. Let me see if there's something else I can do. Hold on one second. I apologize about that dead air, guys. It looks like I'm getting some feedback that the call quality may be down, and I don't have anyone else to um, refer me to to see. Give me one second. I definitely do appreciate your patience. And these are the cool things. Okay. Um, here's I'm hoping that maybe um it's wrong. I'm looking at everything on studio looks wrong today. So I can't tell anything from here. Um if that is the next one if I could do some about that. Um, all right. So, so 
what object lead is that was supposed to be covered for the mortgage, if the mortgage was 150000 that's what we're going to cover. Not any more than that. 200000 that is what we will receive a check for. Okay? So that is how that looks for you, and those are the type of things that you really do need um, to protect your home. Again, with me being licensed professional for insurance, you are able to contact me for one-off, and we're able to talk about these different things um, in your special case. So we talk about that. We also had the opportunity to talk about what is whole life. We hear this all the time. Sometimes people think they have whole life, but they don't. You do not have whole life if you have insurance from your job. That's great that you have insurance with your job, but that is not the insurance that I'm actually talking about. That is called um, that is a term policy that you have with your job. It's just a part of your benefits. Okay. okay. So that's a good thing um, to definitely. I definitely recommend everybody has whole life insurance. Something to for yourself for the rest of your life. Okay. Typically, go to the age of 121 years old. But not make attention to me. But um, if you are the person that make it too old, you are in your health. Please understand that today in February, this is the youngest and the most healthy you will be for the rest of your life. Okay. All right. Give me one second here. I don't know what to do about this because you know what? I've never made it this far, guys, with my phone being messed up. So I don't know what I'm about to do. I'm trying to see if I have another option because if I try to hang up or if I do something too crazy, it's going to hang the whole deal up. So let me go to commercial real quick. Let me see if we can get this um, pulled together to be able to help us. Give me one second here. All right, all right, all right. So we are definitely back here, family. Um, I thank you so much for bearing with me. It looks like we were having a little bit of static on the line, so I tried to switch up the way that I was delivering it from instead of my headset, maybe just dialing in from a landline phone, um, if that could actually help me out just a little bit more um, because, hey, we're in the world of technology, so it looks like those type of things do happen. So I definitely thank you so much for bearing with me with the early um, commercial and everything during that time. So definitely we're going to keep going here. So some of the concepts we were actually um, talking about already is um, mortgage protection, what is mortgage protection, as well as um, the concept of whole life and making sure we all understand that. So I just want to make sure that um, everyone is clear. You can hear me on the line. Um, So we'll just kind of go from there. If there's any concerns or whatever the case may be, you know we've already covered it. You can definitely listen to the other shows um, that have already been recorded, um, and I can send those out to you. This was just kind of an overview going over the concepts again. So
So again, whole life is something that you are expected to have for the remainder of your life. Remember, today is the youngest and the most healthy you will ever be in your life. So even though you may have $50,000, $60,000 from your job's insurance, that's great. The reality is people are not staying at their jobs but maybe three to five years now, okay? So in between you trans um, transitioning to another job or doing a small business, which great for you, if you are, but you do have to have your own whole life policy, something that's going to last you for your entire life. One of my favorite things that I love about whole life is that it gains cash value. What's the point of cash value, Chastity? So you, in times of your tire blows out, you need some extra money. Your um. You know, you have your home, you have different things, your appliances go out, you know, the kids need braces, whatever the case may be. Guess what? You can borrow money from your own whole life insurance policy. Those are the powerful things that I love about whole life insurance policy. You're not able to do that with term. Term, you definitely can have it for a bigger amount of money, for less money, but you're not able to actually borrow from it like you're able to do with whole life. And I think that's powerful um, because what I'm really about, guys, and you'll hear me talking about it again and again and again, is legacy building. We're about legacy building, not just protecting our family for today and tomorrow, but for the rest of their lives. One of the biggest things that I continue to see, family, for our community, and when I say community, I'm not only just speaking of people that are melanated like me, I'm speaking of everyone from um, a lower income all the way up to middle class economic basis, okay? I'm talking about most of America, 80% of America, okay? I'm talking about these people um, who are making less than $75,000 a year, okay? So, with this, a lot of times people don't understand that the biggest difference between two people staying in the same suburban neighborhood, let's say that Amy, um, her, her husband, they're both staying in the affluent neighborhood, let's say Beachwood, Ohio, you know, that's a pretty affluent neighborhood. Um, so Amy's living there. She's, you know, white with two kids or whatever the case may be. I'm just trying to break it down. I'm not trying to offend anyone. I just want to give you the mindset of what it really looks like. Um, she's a stay-at-home mom. Her husband does work. He um, owns a tire dealership or whatever the case may be. I don't know where tire dealership came from, but that's what came on my mind. So just giving it to you. Then we also have um, the next person, her neighbor, um, is Tammy, okay? Tammy is uh, a black woman, and um, she and her, you know, she doesn't work just like Amy. She is actually a caregiver after um, she gave to her kids. She's a homemaker as well. Her husband, he actually makes more than $40,000 a year. Her husband makes $65,000 a year living in this decent neighborhood. So the difference is, honestly, guys, is um, if the person who... Um, a lot of times in our community, even though people have a bigger amount that they're taking home, $65,000, what people are doing, unfortunately, is spending that money. People have Dre uh, 
beat headsets. You have Jordans. You have all type of different things, and that's great. I'm glad that you have the red bottom shoes. I'm glad that you have the Gucci, this and that and the other. I think all of that's great because if you see me and you know me personally, I definitely enjoy nice things too. So I am not knocking anyone for what you enjoy. What I am simply going to show here is the difference between the two. The one person making $40,000 and the other one making sixty-five. The one making sixty-five did not put up um, a life insurance policy to protect their home and their family. All they had was enough that they took out from their job. Okay, And that's fair because a lot of people do that, and that's not a problem at all. Then you also have Amy. Even though her husband made a little bit less, he also did have a policy outside of his job. Okay? Even though he was at, you know, owned a tire dealership and he had different things set up there. That's not a problem at all. He was actually he did have some more policies set up to be able to protect his mortgage and his family. So when the two men, for whatever reason, end up in a catastrophe in Beachwood, Ohio, and there's a big sinkhole and they both die, guess what? Amy will be able to keep her home and continue to allow her children to go to Beachwood schools, whereas Tammy has not been working. Her husband only has the amount of money that he took out from his insurance from the job. That'll be enough to bury him and maybe pay the mortgage for that month or so, maybe, maybe, but you still have cars and other things that have to be paid for. So it leaves that family in a situation of can she continue to stay in Beachwood? Do do she have to go back to work? And so it leaves the two families in totally different straits, family. And that's what I really want you to understand. Insurance is about protecting our children. So our children do not continue to start off with, you know, we keep saying America is this great country, which it is because I'm a United States veteran, right, from the Navy. So I think it's a great country. But a lot of times financially we all do not start off in the same economic place. So we have somebody who has a boulder on their leg. They do, they're not able to run as fast as a person who don't have a boulder on their leg. And so what insurance does is it releases that boulder off of that child's leg. They're able to run as fast as they need to. You're able to equip your family to move forward and do everything that you want it to have for them to do. So that's the power of insurance. That's the power of having your own policy. I think it's powerful to have your own policy through your job. That's great. That's a great starting point. But where the power and the real legacy building starts and continues is you owning your own policy. If you're not paying for that policy out of a check that you're writing to a Mutual of Omaha, a Transamerica, every single month yourself or coming out of your checking account, you do not own that policy, and you and I need to speak because we want to make sure that your family is protected from this day moving forward. I don't want your family to be like Tammy's family. They look good from the outside. You have all of the great exterior things, but when a travesty hits, when a catastrophe hits, when the breadwinner dies, because we all do have a time of an appointed time on earth to leave, I don't want your family to have to do a GoFundMe, asking for money, a fish fry, or anything else like that when they're dealing with the grieving process. That's what I'm here for. 
So that's what we've been talking about in the month of January, just making sure that we all clearly do understand um, the importance of insurance, who is it making sense for in all of that. I also did a stress with whole life insurance. One of my favorite things is for newborns. I think when your child, before the mother goes back to work, before she goes back to work, your child should be fully insured with a whole life insurance policy. Why, Chastity? Why? Because that's the youngest and the healthiest your child will ever be, okay? When your child is 14 days old, they are insurable. Excuse me. So you're talking about less than $5 a month, $3 a month can get your child $15,000, $20,000 that they can actually have for themselves. So that's the power in that. You know, you want to make sure that they have it and they're protected. I told the story a few weeks ago of how I went and serviced a family. I sat with them. I saw the grandkids. But I was a new agent at the time, so I only did what the grandparents asked me to do for them. And I wrote their policy up, took care of them. I saw the grandkids. I remember the grandkids. I left. I went back to go see them a year later, just one year later. I went to follow back up with the grandparents. Everything is great. At this time, I'm a more astute agent. I'm a little learned now. Um, I know to ask about everyone in the household now at that point. And so I said, hey, well, what about your grandson, Joey? That's not the guy's real name, but I'm just throwing it out there so you can keep up with the story. And they said, well, you know, that will be great. Joey actually does need it. Um, He just went to the hospital. And we just found out that he has diabetes. And I'm like, diabetic? And he's three years old? Yeah, well, let's go ahead and get it because we definitely need it. Well, so here's the problem, guys. Here's the problem. Here's the problem. The company that I was with, I was not able to, the, the companies that I had at the time, I was not able to cover that diabetic child. Okay. So we have to understand that the condition of people change all the time. The condition of children change all the time. When a child is 14 days old, every last one of our kids, no matter how cute they are, because I swear my daughter was the prettiest ever, but no matter how cute we think they are at 14 days old, they all look like aliens. Nobody knows anything that's going on with that kid. That kid is 100% mostly insurable, okay? That's when you want to get insurance. We don't want to go out and keep buying our kids Gucci sweaters and this, that, and the other and posting it on social media. That's cool. That's great. That's fine. I'm not knocking it. If you honest to God have it and you've already gotten your child a policy, cool. Enjoy your life. But I'm really talking to the people who have not done it. It's not to, ooh, hurt your feelings, but I am, ooh, trying to push that button just a little bit. Because if I don't make you uncomfortable, family, guess what? It's a mean, nasty world out there, and once something actually happens to your child and your child's diagnosed with having seizures, whatever the case may be, diabetes or whatever else, ADD, that's another issue, a big issue in the communities now, those are called insurable issues that insurance companies are not, we're not real good friends of it. The insurance company isn't, I'm your friend, I still love you. But we're talking about protecting our kids and our families, okay? So I'm only telling you these things because I love you. I want to make sure you're protected. I want to get something that I know for sure and guarantee that you're actually going to be able to pay for. 
okay? I'm not the girl that's going to talk to you, hit and miss you, and never talk to you again. I'm the girl that's going to give you my cell phone number. I want you to be able to call me. Something happens you don't understand. Another agent calls you. I want you to be able to call me, period. I'm that girl, okay, because I want to make sure you get it. Because I understood when I went in this industry, I didn't understand it. I sat in an insurance class. They asked us, and I told you guys the story, and I'm not embarrassed to say it, but again, but it was like they were like, who have whole life insurance? I raised my hand. They was like, who have term? I was like, no, 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 I think I actually have term. And then they explained universal life policy. And I was like, no, that's for sure what I have. And the instructor looked at me, and he was like, so, honey, you got all three policies at your age. And I said, no, I just don't even know what I have anymore. (laughs) So, listen, I get it. This stuff is confusing if you are not a licensed professional. So I try to chew it up and give it to you in a very easy-to-understand way. That is the whole point of doing Money Matters with Chastity A. Wells because I come from a blue-collar family in Cleveland, Ohio. I am proud of my family. I am proud of where I came from because guess what? My humble beginnings helped me really understand what matters. And as I continue to grow and meet so many other people who can really relate to my heart, those are the reasons why. It's not how big of a business I can build. It's not all those other things. Some people may be impressed with it. Other people may be impressed with the degrees or whatever the case may be. But I know my heart for the people is because of where I'm from. Okay? So I like to always stay true to that and make sure people really do understand. So that's the whole point of this platform is to make sure we're comfortable with this information. We're comfortable with it because I told you guys, we're going to talk about some more savvy and sexy things that we all want to talk about, our retirement plans and saving and investing and doing this and doing that. But if we do not, as a community, have a wrap on the things that matter, like what is whole life, what is term life, what's mortgage protection, when is my child able to get insurance, all those basic things, then it doesn't matter about the rest of it. I can tell you how to invest, but if you don't have the basics taken care of, your family loses it because you probably got poor credit still, you probably owe somebody still, and the IRS, that, that money, investment money, is not protected. So the IRS and everybody else can get in line and get it. But your insurance money, you write a beneficiary on it, your babies get that money first. So that's what I'm trying to teach you. That's what I'm trying to teach you, the things that I had to learn, okay, and the things that have really been able to help me and my family. So that's what we're talking about. We also did talk about um, fixed annuities, um, safely investing, because I I, I believe in safe investments right now, and I'm just – it's been working for me. It has been working for my market. Again, I am not – I do have people on my books who earn more than $75,000 a year. I do. However, the bulk of my market is middle-income America. Most people are not earning six figures or over $75,000 a year. So when we start talking about investments – rolling our 401k money. We want to do something that's safe, a little bit safe, and that's fair because the insurance companies, they heard you. After that 2008 big crash and the market happened and everything just boom, right? A lot of people lost their retirement money. A lot of people lost their confidence in the banks, in the banking system, and in the insurance companies. 
And listen, after I've done the research on it, I had to write dissertations and papers on it. I get it. I get it. I get it. Some of us were hit harder than others. So if you're the person that didn't get a hit as hard, count yourself blessed on this cycle. Because, see, it's a cycle. Money is a cycle. And if you really pay attention to history, as many people should, but we don't. It's okay. It always repeats itself. So count yourself blessed on that one. Okay? But how you protect yourself, how you handle um, your investments. You have a 401K. You have a lump sum of money. You just left your old job. I always like to say AT&T because that's typically the job I can think of. That was my last one. So, um when I think of, so like if you had a 401k and you're like, hey, what should I do with this money? Don't just cash it in and then start buying shoes and all this other crazy stuff. Hey, I'm just keeping it real because I used to be that girl. So, <laughs> so I used to be that girl. So I'm just saying, don't do that. Continue to invest your money. If you want to pull a little bit of money or change off for yourself down the line, do that. But let's move it into a safe vehicle. Insurance companies have a safe vehicle now. It's called an index universal life policy, okay? The good thing about this policy, as I did talk about before last week, you can always pull that cost for a more in-depth conversation on it. But some of the things that I actually talked about that I do love is that um, it actually is um, it, the income taxes are deferred on it. The um, fixed annuity contracts, it does have compound growth on it. And it's not going to be as devastating as the stock market could actually be. We're not going to have those type of devastations with the market. So let's just say, for instance, if the market is up by eight points, then you're able to get up to eight points on the market, right? Let's just say things crash like 2008 and it goes down by 40 points, like under the basement, the good thing about the index universal life policy with the insurance companies like a Transamerica and all these other big multi-trillion dollar, multi-billion dollar companies, if it goes below the basement, we stop. they stop it at zero. So that means you're not losing money, but you're just not gaining either. So it's safe. It's safe. It's not going to be super aggressive like um, one of your investment policies that some of these other investment firms do. And I'm not going to name drop them, but you know some of the investment firms, you drive past them all the time. There's blue ones, there's purple ones, there, there's some with mountains, all those different things. You see them. So, um, but I'm not name dropping them because, hey, they don't send me a check, so I'm not name dropping anybody. But anyway, <laughs> so... Um, you drive past those places or whatever. With them, yes, the investments can be great. The numbers that they can show you are great because they're going to show you the highs, but they rarely show you the lows. The problem with the lows is the lows could eat up all of that you gained in the high. So if you're not a savvy investor, then you could lose big. But it's not to scare you. I'm just telling you my market. My market are dealing with middle-class Americans, people who go to work every single day, putting in more than 40 hours a week at their jobs. People don't have that type of money or that type of security to get ready to go back through again, and we just had 2008. People are still scared. So I understand that. What I'm saying to you is I have a vehicle that you could continue to put money into, and when the market is doing good, you can get that money, but it does cap at 12%. So unfortunately, if the market is up by 24 points, you're not going to get 24 
score points. The insurance company caps you at 12. And that's not a bad thing. Don't be like, oh, chastity, that's a waste. No, it's not. Because when the market tanks at negative 40, like it did back in 2008, and it has done it again since then, not as bad, but still below the uh, level floor where people were losing a heck of a lot of money, you're protected by the insurance companies. So you have to be able to take the good with all of it because it's safe. It's not aggressive. It's safe. And I think that's a great thing for you. And then in the midst of that as well, um, at the end of it, you're at, you could actually borrow from it. You can use it as an income stream for yourself after you actually retire. I love that. That's a good thing about it. Um, and then also, in the event of your death, the cash value is actually paid out to your family. So if you have something in there and you've rolled $10,000 of your 401k money into it and the cash value is 250000 upon your death, your family will still get a quarter million dollars. So, I mean, it's it's a powerful, powerful vehicle. The thing is, I just talked about these different concepts for us all with insurance because I need you to understand that this is what the rich have been doing for years. It's been a tax shelter for their money for years. And so now is the time with us living in the information age that we're able to take the the lid off, we're able to take the blinders off, we're able to get the information out there. It's just what will you do with it? What will you do with it? Now is the time to really start acting. Now is the time to start asking the questions, okay? So that's what we talked about. So next week, what we're going to prepare for for the month of February. Woo, woo, woo. So I'm super excited about it because for the month of February, it's really a love month. People love this month. It's my favorite month because it's my birthday month. It's Valentine's Day. It's Black History Month. It's all these other great, powerful things in the shortest month of the year. So we have a lot of different things that are going on. But what I wanted to do for this month is I wanted to dedicate this to talking about um, credit. Yes, that three-digit score, that three-digit number that a lot of people are illiterate to. I was her. I didn't know either. Um, Not understanding what drives the number, what prevents the number, what makes the number go up, what makes it go down, all those different things. Or somebody keeps saying, I don't have credit. I don't have credit. Is it worse to have bad credit or no credit? I want us to talk about those things because with us in the midst of tax season, I'm going to get some powerful professional people on the line who actually do credit restoration, who could actually answer your questions about what the type of things you should be preparing to do with your tax money. We're not here to tell you what to do with your money, but if, you know, if you have some questions about it, like if you had an old K's jewelry credit card or a Sears credit card or something and, you know, you didn't pay for it for a whole year and now a collection agency is calling you. How do you handle that? Should you pay that? Should you pay that um, that creditor? How do you handle those type of things? Should you just go ahead and pay it off? Because, hey, I'm trying to buy me a house, Miss Chastity. I'm trying to get that mortgage protection. I'm trying to do this. I'm trying to do that. I get it. But I want you to be educated on how you're going to do it because that $200 that you could be about to give to a creditor, you might have a better place to put that money. But I'm going to bring them on next week so we could actually talk about it 
Okay, I don't want to spoil it for you, but I want to bring them on so we can actually talk about it. I think it's super important because during this time, a lot of people are spending money. People are getting caught up on bills. They're doing a lot of different things. And so I want you to understand the power of your money and what you're doing with your money. So you're actually putting it in the right places to help put your family in the right position that you want them to be in by summer, by spring. I want to be able to help you get your financial goals and get you there. This is the place. This is the forum. There's no dumb question here, okay? I want you to bring all questions there. If you don't know what, not the insurance companies, but the credit agencies are called, right? You know, you may call them bureaus. Let's talk about why they're called really agencies. We're going to talk about all those different things, guys. If you don't understand it, if you don't understand what a FICO score is, I want you to be able to join in on this call next Tuesday at 7 p.m. Have your friends join in. Have your cousins join in. Just call in and listen. If you want to ask a question, definitely chime in. If you have some questions beforehand that you want me to present, you know how to reach me. If you've forgotten Please visit me on my website at chastityawells.com. That's C-H-A-S-I-T-Y-A-Wells. I'm sure you know how to spell Wells. W-E-L-L-S. And I always like to spell my first name. No offense to anyone. Just because if you put two T's in, you won't find me. You'll find another lady who looks nothing like me. And so she's a pretty lady, but she don't look like me. So, <laughs> So I want you to be able to find me. So you can visit my website. You can visit me on Facebook, LinkedIn, um, Instagram. You can find me on pretty much every social media platform, and that's Chastity A. Wells. Okay, I'll try to keep it consistent so we can find it. Um, but you can definitely find me. Hit me up. Let me know what different questions you may have. You may want to know, what is that FICO score? What is that anyway? You might be like, who is FICO, Right? F-I-C-O, that does mean something. We're going to address those things next week on the call, and that's going to be February 9th. Um, And we're going to join in here at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So that's all that I really have for you guys. I really want to be able to minister to my family here this evening um, and get back to my baby and make sure she's doing good, family. But I just really wanted to put that information out and just let you know what we're going to be spending the month of February doing. I'm going to bring other people onto the line as well and talking about their testimonies on when they actually followed the steps of getting their credit together, doing those different things what type of blessings they were able to walk in, okay? So I really want you to stay tuned. We're going to be doing that um, on the 16th, the 23rd. We're going to still be talking about credit. So we're just going to bring more experts in. We're also going to bring other people just like you and I who've actually had to go through the uh, process, who started off with a 500 or 400 or whatever the case may be and ended up purchasing homes, now driving Range Rovers. I mean, There's going to be a plethora of information this month talking about credit because guess what? I know we don't like talking about credit. It's not a sexy topic. It's not a loving topic, but this is the month of love. And then one thing that will mess up a loving relationship is having a bad credit score and bringing that mess to your relationship and you're not dealing with it. So ignoring it is not going to make it go away. The only way we're able to really overcome as a people is steer it right on, handle it with the proper information and guidance, and move forward from there. I love you, family. I thank you so much for trusting me with your finances and talking to you about money matters. But 
hey, listen, we're going to get this done, and I promise you at the end of you just stay coachable, listen. Even if you don't want to agree with something, even if you want to challenge it, I'm okay with that, guys. But we'll always do it out of a place of love. I promise to only bring you the best of the best because I want to make sure you're getting the best information for you and your family. I love you. I look forward to speaking to you next week, uh, February 9th. We're definitely going to have a a guest show um, for one of my good friends. I'm not going to spoil it and say who she is yet, but she's definitely a powerhouse, a realtor. She is a leading just a powerhouse in her industry. She's already doing big things. She's helped a lot of people. And so that's why I'm trusting her because I know she's not just one of those people that to talk fast and talk crazy and not really um, dig deep and listen to your heart. So I'm going to bring somebody that I trust onto the line to be able to really bring this information forward. And, um, hey, Bring your cousins, bring everybody on the line. So we, we're going to dig deep and we're going to get our credit restored, guys. We are going to be a part of this great money team and everybody is going to get their credit over 720. You got to. Now is the time. Why not? That's the perfect happy sweet 16 to yourself, guys. It's 2016. That's our six. It's happy sweet 16, right? It's the love month. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. I love you, family. If you need me, you know how to reach me, 614-230-6600. Again, it's 614-230-6600, chastityawells.com, or you can follow me on um, Facebook at Chastity Chastity A. Wells. Yeah, Chastity A. Wells as well. I love you, family. Until next week, God bless, and remember, your money does matter. That was Money Matters Presents Is Insurance Right For Me with Shasity A. Wells. So if you're interested in actually reaching out to Shasity, all you have to do is either go to her website or give her a call. Her website is called ShasityAWells.com. That is C H A S I T Y. A-W-E-L-L-S dot com. Again, that is C-H-A-S-I-T-Y A-W-E-L-L-S dot com. Or you can give her a call directly at area code 614-230-6600. Again, that number is area code 614-230-6600. Zero zero. So thank you so much for joining us this evening. We love you. We bless you. We appreciate you. We thank God for you. And we know that wherever you are, God is. Peace and blessings, everyone.